This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. A report by Global Initiative has found that Johannesburg's Oarutambo International Airport is a major trafficking hub for all sorts of illicit commodities. Uh, commodities. The report says that illicit items that move through the airport, airport are in the main wildlife products. The report uh, also says, uh, which was done, uh, says that uh, were done by a senior analyst at Global Initiative is titled "Convergence of Wildlife Crime and Other Forms of Transnational Organized Crime in Eastern and Southern Africa." Uh, con- uh, uh, although Oartambo Airport was not specifically researched for the report. It was mentioned twice during interviews around the illegal abalone um, trade. Let's hear from uh, Alistair Nelson, Senior Analyst at Global Initiative. Good morning, sir. Good morning. How are you this morning? I'm very well. Trust you are well, too. Um, so just maybe let's a, a, for a bit of background in terms of what uh, your report was actually looking into. Because I gather sure. the fact that you discovered that all manner of other illicit goods um, are going through OR Tambo International was uh, something that you stumbled upon. Uh, no, we were specifically actually looking at, at convergence in... Um, wildlife crime. So I'm a, I'm a conservationist and interested in, mm. in patterns of wildlife crime. We were specifically looking at that and how it overlapped with other types of organized crime. Um, and we were thinking there are a couple of ways you can look at it. You can look at the networks of, of organized criminals who move stuff and, and are there networks that move and are engaged in multiple illicit markets? Or can you look at the hubs and the places they move stuff through and can you can you focus there more on sort of the facilitators who move the stuff through? And there do you find that there might be different networks, one that specializes in wildlife and one that specializes in drugs market, say, and but they come together at the hub because you've got a corrupt facilitator who helps to move the stuff out on their mm, behalf. Mm. Um, so we looked at those two things, and that's when we... So we, we did have a sort of a, our camber was sort of on our sites, but we were actually working a lot across the region of East and Southern Africa. And even we looked at, at an airport in Madagascar as well. Mm-hmm. And what did you find then in terms of for the movement of these uh, illegal goods or illicit goods? Um, and why it is, I know that your particular area of interest uh, is on wildlife, but uh, what is it about these wildlife products that make it particularly, is it, or in fact, is it the case that uh, wildlife products are easier to move than, I don't know, any other type of uh, goods, I, I guess? No, I don't think anything is easier to move because the corrupt systems of moving stuff illicitly have got very good. So if you want to smuggle um, stuff onto an aeroplane, be it um, drugs or rhino horn or, um, or dried abalone, it's relatively easy. There are established every airport that we looked, so that included our Tambo, um, but airports we looked at three in Mozambique, um, we looked at Antananarivo, and we looked at, at ports across the region as well. But every single place we looked, we found a corrupt system mm. where you could get either a private sector um, who, who then might pay some government officials to look the other way, or they have a, a very neat packaging system where which doesn't get discovered, or it's just straight to the corrupt official, basically, um, who then makes sure that it passes through a scanner or whatever when the right person is there and a payment is made. So we found those corrupt systems everywhere. Um, right. What we did find was that um, wildlife crime is sort of easier to investigate, to see into the other crimes as well, basically. Mm. 
Um, and so our Tambo is no different to any of the other airports in the region, I think. And, and that that's actually makes it quite an important place maybe to focus mm. law enforcement activity, particularly, I think, as we see South Africa's law enforcement effectiveness increase. So it's not particular. Yeah, it's not yeah. it's not it's not due to any uh, par- uh, particular shortcomings or any. Uh, so should we say height, uh, 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 maybe a higher rate of corruption at Owartambo per se? No, that ha- it happens everywhere. If you look at airports everywhere, um, so in Europe and North America, drugs are smuggled in and out of you know uh, places. So it's not that it's particularly worse. I think um, in Owartambo, I-, I think that m- maybe payments are lower, and and it's probably it's it's probably more of a norm just because we're going through a time in South Africa right now where corruption, lack of professionalism, poor governance is just more of a norm right now. And, and hopefully we'll come out of that um, with improved leadership at, at different levels. I mm. think that leadership has to happen at a lower level in, in police services, etc. cetera. Mm. Um, and we need to focus more on that and hopefully we'll come out of that. But, there, but our tambo is a little bit susceptible to it right now because of this kind of general norm in our society of declining standards of professionalism. I see Abalone is one of those that were highlighted and the trade in Abalone. And uh, it seems to me is, is the Chinese bias particularly uh, more prominent here. Just tell us about what what, what is the story either around Abalone. And I was also quite uh, taken aback by how little it actually uh, they are paying in bribes to get the um, goods that are worth uh, quite a lot of money on the foreign mar- on international markets, like Abelo. Yes. So, so on the bribes first, I mean, that was the concern, is that if it's a, if it's a low amount, it suggests that it's happening frequently. Mm. Um, and there's lots of different stuff moving through there, which can be gold, it can be money, um, it can be all kinds of things. Um, you know, I don't know if the um, Al Jazeera investigation um, documentary that's been released over the last couple of weeks is a great example of how the, the money laundering side of this works with gold and, and cash moving through airports. Um, so there's a lot, I think, going through these airports. Um, Avalon, um, yeah, this has a long history. There's been some great work done on this by a number of other organizations in, in South Africa, but uh, really it links to the organized crime networks, um, drugs, uh, and the importation of drugs and then the sale of drugs. So it's kind of got two ends to it. Um, the main market, let's start there. The main market is in, yeah. in Hong Kong and China. Right. Um, and that's the demand. And mm. then we have Chinese nationals who've been in residence of Africa for a very long time um, who are connected into that mm. market. And they have both illicit and illicit market connections into China and Hong Kong. So mm. they're, they're importing stuff from Hong Kong and they're sending over Palomono or Abalone, and often that's a value exchange. Mm. Um, when it lands there, it's not illegal um, because it's not CITES listed, so, um, or CITES 1 listed, so South, Af- South Africa has a legal market, um, illegal, uh, so they don't actually want um, Abalone to be fully listed and no trade allowed on species that we have here. So that creates slight complications. So when it lands there, it's legal. But then you have these, so you basically have these networks okay. who export it illegally and then they import other goods for it, and they import goods that are often precursors for the chemical goods, and they're precursors for drugs, um, for mandrax that can make mandrax and take care in South Africa. Sure. Fascinating. Yeah. Alistair Nelson, Senior Analyst at Global Initiative, thank you so much for talking to us. Thank you.
There you go. The report there is titled Convergence of Wildlife, Crime and Other Forms of Transnational Organized Crime in Eastern and Southern Africa. You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.